Time to get real, reality TV aficionados. Welcome to the Giorgio Says Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Giorgio Takanakis, and I'm here serving you the juiciest updates on all your favorite reality shows weekly, as well as the hottest pop culture trends and even exclusive interviews that will leave you wanting more. This podcast will keep you on the edge of your seat. We definitely need to talk about this. The Giorgio Says Podcast starts now. All right, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Giorgio Says the Podcast. It is Friday. We have made it to the end of the week. And um, yeah, there's there's it's it just seems like the same merry-go-round of things going on in the Bravo universe lately. And uh I just I feel like I need I need like Salt Lake City to start, which is coming up September 5th. Can't get here sooner enough. We just need some other things in the pipeline to discuss, guys. I I feel like we're we're just we've gone down this rabbit hole, and I can feel from a lot of you that it's too much. We're we're inundated with with we're still being like we're still being dealt this whole scan of all bit. It's just coming to us in different ways and. <clears throat> It's just, it's exhausting because we know that those, that Ariana has moved on. She has moved on. Okay. What happened to her was tragic. What happened to her was awful, embarrassing, disgusting, you name it. I'm not, I am not minimizing what she went through. I'm, I'm really not. Um, but at some point, there's got to be something else going on. There just has to be. We can't keep redigging this up, you know? And so obviously the reason why I'm saying all that is because today I wake up and, you know, everyone's been commenting on this whole interview with Rachel. I feel like every episode of anything I've done, whether that be a podcast or even my TikToks for the most part recently have been surrounded around this whole Rachel interview, Bethany reality reckoning. And then now all the other people are chiming in to give their opinion on the matter and then you have all the people with the pitchforks coming for Bethany. It's like, I feel like it's wackadoodle time. It's kind of wackadoodle time. Not kind of, it is. I'm sorry, guys. I It's Friday. I want to be really honest with you guys on where I'm at with some of this because I just feel like we've lost the plot um, in a lot of ways. But <clears throat> nonetheless, uh, Ariana spoke out about what she felt around the interview regarding Rachel. Now she didn't really say anything negative about Rachel in that, in that regard. She said that it's her right to do it. It was inevitable that Rachel was going to eventually do an interview of some sort. So there's no shock there. She said that she is more upset with Bethany because she feels Bethany should have known better. And that Bethany, I guess, mentioned on one of, her podcast that uh, Ariana had already forgiven 
Tom and moved on. And so Ariana did not like that Bethany spoke for her because Ariana claimed like, you know, she doesn't know me. And so she shouldn't really speak on it when she doesn't know the full context. And she also said she wasn't thrilled about some of the things that she said during the interview, meaning Bethany. And, you know, there's, there's a mixed bag of reviews. There's obviously going to be your your team Ariana folks, which listen, I'm team, I was team Ariana in this whole Scandaval situation. When it broke and when it was playing out. But when the show wrapped and the reunion was done and people were moving on and we see Ariana's <clears throat> seemingly dating someone else now, they've already pretty much gotten to the end of filming season 11 of Vanderpump Rules. What, why are we still talking about this? In this way, I mean, because what I've been saying is that I feel like people are not really understanding the point. Like people keep going after Bethany to be like, oh, you didn't even watch the show. You didn't do your research. You didn't do your homework. Like as if she was Diane Sawyer or something like, no, she's Bethany Frankel. She's not like we all have we all have access to create a podcast and reach out and ask people to interview. This is what ended up being the case. Now, do I think that this was done to try to make Rachel look better in some regard in terms of the scandal of it all? No, I think everyone can agree here that what she did was messed up. There's no excuse. There's no way to even like sugarcoat any of the behavior. It was wrong. It was selfish. It was, it was just download dirty. Okay. However, on the flip side of that, she still has to relinquish what she can out of it. And yes, opportunity met met at the door because as soon as Bethany mentioned her name, that obviously enticed her to want to go and tell her story there because she obviously knows Bethany comes from Bravo and reality TV, but more specifically, she understands the machine that is Bravo. So no, it's, you know... It, to me, it doesn't it doesn't it's not necessary for Bethany to watch the show. You don't need to watch the show to understand what actually happened here. Tom was a piece of crap. He cheated on Ariana with her friend, okay, for seven months. He's a POS. He's a piece of shit, okay? That's the end of that. There's no question. No question. But if the other things that came along with what happened, I guess, with Rachel is what Bethany was really trying to unpack. So I think that's the angle in which Bethany was coming at it from. It was more around this conversation around how the reality TV talent and crew are treated while they're working. And let's be clear, do I think that Rachel should be have, should have been paid the same as Ariana and Tom? No, because I think it's you should be paid based on the length of time you've been on the show and what you've actually brought to the show in terms of story. Okay? But do I think she should have gotten a bonus or pay raise or some sort of like offset from what she was making currently based on what transpired from all of this? Yes, I do. And it, I'm not saying it's right, but they all have a job, don't they? And at the end of the day, isn't it based on ratings? And does it really matter how they got the ratings? I don't think it matters to them in terms of the network and all that. 
So why shouldn't Rachel get her piece of the pie in the sense of like, at least the paycheck route, give her a bonus, give her something because her mistakes contributed to your benefit in ratings and marketing and brand sponsorships. And the list goes on and on. So that's where I'm at with it. That's where I'll stay at with it probably for the foreseeable future, because I, I just don't see what, what other, it, like this isn't, a, th if this was not on a reality show, then yes, I, this would be a completely different story, but it was. And, you know, and I said this on my TikTok today, I think a lot of this is a triggered reaction because I think ultimately this is like, so many people can relate to this ultimate betrayal, whether they are the Ariana in the situation or they are the Rachel, okay? they This whole scandal put a face to the feeling. And so now, you know, because Bethany didn't do what everyone thought she should have done, they're going to attack her for it and say that she's further exploiting Rachel when in fact Rachel is putting herself in, she didn't have to go do an interview. Even, let's just be clear, even if Bethany asked her to do an interview, she could have said no. If she's done with all of this, then she would be done with it completely. There would be no need to tell your side of the story and where you're at with things now. In my opinion, if you were gonna do that, then go back on the show and get a check and then go do an interview. But go back, in my opinion, I would have gone back for for, I would have gone back if I were her and I would have gotten the check and I would have gotten on some type of Xanax, gotten through it and like then peaced out if, if, if that was the case, then go do an interview, then go tell your side of the story and then go start a podcast. I don't know, but the point is, is that if you're gonna leave this behind then leave it all behind, but you chose to come on Bethany's podcast, she allowed for you to tell your story, which was great. They told it, framing it, obviously, in a way that Bethany was going to be able to articulate her points around the things she's been talking about. And that's all I'm going to say around it, because I've said this before, and I just think today with the whole commentary around what Ariana said, it's just like, girl, come on, why do we need to keep talking about this? I don't understand. You've moved on. I just saw your new boyfriend posting a video of how he took you on a little date night escapade, dinner, drinks, cocktails, you flew in, you met him, like, you're happy. We're happy for you. If I were Ariana, I wouldn't have commented on it at all. What is the point? It's like everyone wants to keep talking about this. And then Lala saying, you know, she was disappointed that Rachel didn't come back this season. Oh. What do you mean? You guys told the girl don't like she can never show her face around town anymore. And she literally left town. So what do you mean you're disappointed? So it's just like that. Why are we shitting on Bethany when they would have gladly taken her back so they could further exploit Rachel to like get the ratings? They don't care about her. No one cares about anybody really in the state of the like the business of what they're doing. And I said this too, sorry, a lot of them benefited from this scandal financially, 
exposure wise like so at some point you got to find you've got you've got to find where you can be grateful and all that mess even for ariana you know you gotta somehow look at the bad and say oh but look at all the good that came out of it for me i'm blessed i'm happy i'm grateful i'm gonna move on and wish people well and hope that they get the help that they need and deserve like you got you got so much out of it that most people in your situation would not have even gotten a, a small fraction of if we're honest so you know let's keep things in perspective like everyone has a lot of perks in the situation you know you got to pay a lot to get a lot so if you want to be on a reality show there's a there's an uh, there's gonna be a moment i'm sure where you're gonna be caught up in something where you have a a bad season or something really bad comes out about you or it, it revolves around your story in a negative way and you have to take that beating but you know what at the end of it you still get to bring in a hell of a lot more money than a lot of other people do so i don't that's why i don't get too caught up in all of this stuff guys that's why it's it's not and i love the shows and and all of the things that go into it obviously the, the, this is like a huge passion of mine but when we get to certain things and the way that they get dragged out like this this is just absolutely tiresome so i don't know what you guys think i think i i kind of can guess what some of you think at this point by reading your comments and you guys obviously dm me and i respond with my thoughts always but you know it's just I think specifically, I'd love to know your thoughts around Ariana speaking on on the interview at this point. Do you think it was necessary? Would you have done so? I mean, at this point, haven't we grown at all? Do we need to comment on it? Isn't it beneath her? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. But uh, we're going to take a little bit. We're going to take a little break. And then when we come back, we're going to discuss, shocker, Croy Bierman has filed for divorce yet again. We'll be right back. Elevate your style with ShopSecondWind.com, New York City's leading Latina-owned fashion brand, celebrated by JLo, Becky B, Ava Longoria, and AOC. As seen in Vogue, Elle, and more. And guess what? An unnamed housewife adores them too. Exclusive for our listeners, get 20% off this August until August 31st using my special code, GiorgioSays20, at checkout. Head on over to shopsecondwind.com and use my code GiorgioSays20 and get you something nice. Shop now. What's up, guys? I wanted to take a few seconds to talk to you guys about Golly Nutrition. Their gummies have been something I have implemented into my daily routine for the last five years, and I am so pleased they are a podcast sponsor. Golly Nutrition is an inventive, people-focused nutrition company committed to providing innovative products that make taking your daily supplements simple and delicious. Their products are formulated with quality ingredients you can pronounce and flavors your taste buds will enjoy. And at the core of it all, they lead with purpose. Golly for Good is an initiative committed to playing a profound role in supporting the health of our planet as well as our local communities. And if you go to golly.com and use my special code, the Giorgio says at checkout, you will receive a special discount. That code again is 
the Giorgio says. Go to golly.com and check them out. Now let's get back into the episode. All right. And welcome back. Um, yeah, so this whole Croy and Kim divorce 2.0 is another topic that I find to be so tiresome. And like, I'm like, is there anything else going on? Is there nothing else happening? Because, well, first, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think that their reconciliation was anything that was going to last. And quite frankly, I thought that they they were just doing all of this to get headlines and to sell stories and to try to pay off bills. But it seems like they just keep coming out left and right. Because Brielle Ber- um, Bierman has Amex coming after her for her unpaid credit card. So like 20, 20K of some sort, something around there. Can't keep track because there's so many credit cards. Because then Kim's got a credit card coming after her for like 150k that just dropped today via TMZ shout out to TMZ who's paying the Zolciak Beerman household for all these stories allegedly it's a joke i'm sorry like what are we doing here you spend the last 3 weeks on instagram selling what a lot of people seem to be saying is not authentic bags, allegedly. Which that's a whole other topic in and of itself. But then it's clear that that's not working out for you because then that just comes to a halt. Then we find out that now Croy's fi- filing for divorce yet again. And then we find out, because there's an inside source that's giving the tea to like TMZ and the blogs. So apparently they, they had a really big blowout. They, they were having big blowout fights that were leading up to his decision to go and refile for divorce. Now, I don't know about you guys, and I don't remember if it was on a podcast that I spoke about this or if it was on a TikTok, but I think I said after they reconciled and then two days later, miraculously, the body cam footage from the police visits to their home multiple occasions were somehow leaked to Radar Online. Isn't that a little coincidental? And, and, And like, look, I know that there are certain instances where Maybe there's some shady people that work for the police department and, but how much money is someone paying for that footage really? So they had to have had access to it and leaked it themselves and they got some sort of payment for doing so. But what I think is toxic about the whole thing is that they literally are, each of them are separately talking to police officers in the video about each other in such a negative way that there's no way I could ever, I don't see myself coming back from that. Like if I saw my partner on a police body cam saying some of the things that Croy said about Kim, I wouldn't, there would be no reconciliation, not because of anything other than pure sheer embarrassment. Like, what are we doing here? And on top of it, okay, fine. Not that the older girls 
probably they're so sucked into this world that they probably don't even care right now but it'll impact them later in their lives this is embarrassing So you're going to go through the second motion of the the refiling of the divorce. So are we supposed to expect that there's going to be more police visits to the house, that there's going to be more leaked audio calls of, of Kim sitting in someone's driveway, pretending that the 911 call operator is her best girlfriend and taking up the line for people that actually have real emergencies. Um, it's, it's, it's just unacceptable. And that's why I said also in my TikTok, I hope that she does come back for uh, her spot on Real Housewives of Atlanta next season. I really do after all of this. Because if not, what is this for? What is this for? What are you getting out of this? Are the checks that good from selling these stories? Is it helping you get out of debt? I would love to know. If it is, then fine. I'll grin and bear it for you. But it just seems like every time their name comes up in the press, it's it's something around a credit card not being paid, Kim being called out for for trying to sell a handbag that she said was never used, but then was clearly used because then people pull up photos of her using said bag. And then some people say that some of the bags are not even um, real, allegedly. And then, you know, you have these astronomical price tags on these bags. And it's just like, who... What is going on? It just smells like a but like it just smells like cigarettes and Budweiser. Do you know what I'm saying? That's what it smells like. A bunch of like, let's rob Peter to pay Paul and keep up this lifestyle for who? I don't know. You're not on a show anymore. And if you are coming back to Atlanta, this is gonna be some story to have to unpack. There's gonna be a lot of questions. So I hope that they do bring her back. And I know a lot of you guys don't want her back, but I'm telling you guys, this would be TV entertainment because there's, the, the, you just couldn't even like, this. the only way this would make sense is the reason why you're planting all this is for money and because you're setting it up for a storyline to attract the producers to want you to come back. And with everything happening, <clears throat> excuse me, with everything happening with Atlanta this past season, I don't know. This looks quite juicy to me. Because you know what? People may, might despise Kim, but they're going to hate watch her. So they're going to get the ratings because people ultimately want to figure out what the hell's going on here. Where did it go wrong? Is it the gambling? Is it something else? Are we like, what, what is it? Does Croy have a job? What's happening? Where did it all go wrong? Can someone pay to like, do a documentary maybe perhaps something something's got to come out of all this embarrassment a book can you write a book what what do we like something something's got to come out of this otherwise you're just you're you have you're going to traumatize your younger children and put them in a position that they're going to be so embarrassed in school or wherever because their mom and dad frankly can't keep their private business private specifically when they're not even on a reality show there's no need to fuel headlines for what you're not filming anything that we're aware of i sound so bitchy today guys i'm so sorry i just the two topics that, that i'm talking about today are just like it's exhausting it's exhausting to me we've got to move on and as far as like with kim and croy 
I wish them the best. I really do. But I really, really hope the best for their kids. And those girls, Brielle and look, they're older. They're adults pretty much at this. They are adults. So you know what? They're going to have to figure stuff out at this point. Unfortunately, they didn't have a great example as a leader, in my opinion. Um, and I don't think Roy and Kim should be together at all. This is a huge mistake. I think they both need to go their separate ways. I think they need to get rid of that house. They need to get back to reality. And producers need to give them a contract for Real Housewives of Atlanta, Sweet 16. Yeah, I think so. I think it's time. It's it's way, it's just, it's not giving, you know? And I feel in my gut that she's behind all of it. She's driving the car. Somebody's strategizing with her, but I feel like this is all her. She thinks that, I feel like in her mind, she thinks this is gonna get her right back on TV. And I don't think, I don't know. Yeah, get her back on TV. I want to, at this point, I want to hear her talk. I want to hear her speak about it. I want to hear her try to deflect off what's been already put out there. Most of it through her. But nonetheless, it's just like the both of them. I want to see both of you guys explain this. This wackadoodle circus you've created. You know, between the link and bio for my official divorce statement that just takes you to a, an ad-filled, crappy blog site. And then it's just, it, it's, it's all money-related. There's no, like, how many businesses have she, has she started? It doesn't seem to be working because it, it's, we, we can, people can read through it is, is the point. They can buy, they're not buying your BS, Kim. I'm really, you know what? She could have solved all of this if she would have just got her ass on OnlyFans. Okay? That would have solved all of this. The foreclosure, the Target credit card, the other credit card, Brielle's credit card. What, I, OnlyFans. But no, you want to hold out for a show to come knock on your door? I hope, I hope Atlanta knocks on your door. I hope they're already talking to you. I hope that you are solidifying a contract as we speak with them for next season based on all of this, because this is just insane. I thought you should have come back after the first set of debauchery with this whole divorce filing mess that you guys were doing back and forth. But then the reconciliation, I was like, oh, wow, this would be a nice storyline. But now you add in this, the refiling of the divorce again with from Croy. Yeah, I'll watch. Wouldn't you? I'd watch that over what we've been watching this past season. And I'll end here. I want to talk on the, the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion trailer. Because I'll be honest with you guys. I, I was... I, well, they got one thing right. It's two parts. Because let's not lie to ourselves. And they're probably pushing it with the two parts. Because guys, I'm telling you, I don't know what happened this season. What was that like? And then watching the trailer with all the props, we're relying on props. Yeah, shit's got to change. Can't, I'm not watching this again next season with the same group and the same ant. No, there's got to be something's got to give. 
And then you have this weird dynamic in the trailer where you have Drew and then they bring Ralph and Ralph's on the couch. Ralph is on the couch. Why isn't he sitting behind her? Why isn't he like, what is this? Okay, girl. <sighs> I don't know. It just, it's all over the place. It's all over the place. It's, it, there's nothing to say. I'm not, I'm not enticed to watch it after watching that trailer. And I love trailers. Are you kidding me? I've, I've seen some good trailers for some crappy reunions. That, and that was the best. Those were the highlights that they could pull together. Imagine what we're going to get. Imagine what we're going to walk into and watch. It's going to be watching paint dry. It's going to be a lot of antics. It's, we know there's going to be a lot of props because they opened the trailer with props. Um, and I think people are going to bring up stuff that wasn't on the season just to try to drum up some sort of uh, drama and interest because like, what are, you, what are they going to discuss for two parts? I hope they didn't have to film for the entirety of 12 hours. That should have been a six hour reunion. One and done. You know what I mean? I don't know. If you guys checked out the reunion trailer, let me know your thoughts. I didn't find it to be enticing whatsoever. Um, which is sad. It really is. So we need to get we need to get some help for Real Housewives of Atlanta. Stat. Kim Zolciak needs her contract. Stat. We need to figure out what's going on there. I'm sorry. I know some of you guys don't want her back on the screens, but I need to know. So can someone cut her a check and make this happen so we can figure out what, what's really happening at the Beerman residence? Because that could be something that would save Atlanta right now, if I'm honest. All right, I think that's enough bitching and whining for a Friday. Um, I actually wasn't intending to be... Uh, bitching and complaining i hope it, it wasn't too much for you guys i just felt like i'm i just yeah you guys know how i feel i just i don't i don't i don't get it i just don't get it but i don't have to right we don't have to get everything that's 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 life sometimes but before i head out of this episode i do want to remind you guys if you're not following me on tiktok Follow me there. I am always going there first for any Bravo Liberty news updates or recaps or anything like that. So follow me there because I head there first when I'm posting anything like that. And then if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's also at Giorgio Says. If you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, why aren't you subscribed? That really hurts my feelings. But if you're not subscribed, seriously, get subscribed. And don't forget to hit the notification bell because I do post a new podcast episode here on YouTube Monday through Friday. And you don't want to miss out on when I post. So make sure all of those buttons are hit on your end. And uh, lastly, if you would be so kind to leave me a five-star review on whichever platform you're listening to or watching this pla uh, podcast on, that would be greatly appreciated. And it would greatly appreciate my, uh, it would greatly um, help my podcast. So yeah, I don't know why that was so hard to say. Anyways, so until Monday, guys, I will talk to you on the next episode. Have a great weekend and stay safe. Bye.